Welcome to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Subscribe for the Captain's Run at Apple, Spotify, or where all good podcasts are downloaded. Give us a text 0457 736 736 and make sure you are following our brand new Twitter profile at Captain's Run NRL. I'm sure we'll get in the threads soon. Don't worry. I know you guys are tech savvy that listen to this. The, the new threads is a Twitter. It's a Twitter competitor. And give us a follow on SEN League uh, on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, now, first of all, we've got Smithy on the line at the moment. We've got some technical difficulties, but we've got the great man in. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get him back on uh, to the, the I guess, the, the feed of radio. But at the moment, we've got him on the phone. Smithy, how you been, mate? Hey, Kempi. Hello to all of our listeners there. We're all keen, aren't we, for Origin 3 tonight. The, the Maroons looking for a clean sweep. New South Wales, the Blues, Kempi, they're looking to... Well, just to trying to restore a bit of pride in their jersey tonight, playing in front of their home fans in particular. They're looking for a big performance. A lot of changes. We'll get into that a little bit further in the show. But, um, mate, excited. Origin 3, it's 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 nearly here. I can't wait, mate. I can't wait. Is it is it interesting? Like, for you personally, because you were a part of one whitewash, so, you know, mm. of all people, you know how hard they are. Has it been almost a bit exciting for you because – you know what these this group of players could achieve. Yeah, well, it has been made, and and I, I guess it's pretty um, special being a part of this coaching group with you know, obviously Billy being the head coach, Jonathan Thurston, Nate Miles, you know, we've all been a part of that 2010 series. Um, you know, and and understanding how rare you know these clean sweeps are. There's only ever been eight in the history of state of origin football, mm. so four for Queensland. Uh, four for New South Wales, and the last being way back in 2010. So it's a long, long time ago. It's made it's hard. It's hard to win one state of origin game, let alone you know three in the one series. So that that that's the exciting aspect of it all is is you know sort of sitting back and and watching tonight unfold and and really hoping that these guys get to achieve something really special. They've they've certainly put in the work to do so. Um, and, you know, after putting in, you know, huge efforts in, in the first two games, they've given themselves a, a great opportunity. But at the end of the day, um, it, it's not going to just be a game where they pull on their own jerseys and, and get out on the, uh, on the field of a core stadium and it's going to happen for them. They're going to go out there and earn a victory again. And particularly against the very, you know, everyone thought New South Wales was going to be desperate in, in Brisbane. Well, you know, I think they're going to be even more desperate tonight to try and try and, as I said, salvage some pride in this series and um, try and get a victory, particularly in front of their home fans. Now, let's have uh, a Queensland Maroons update thanks to Automasters Autocam videos at all 13 service centres. Look, I guess, you know, because you would have learnt a lot, I mean, so much over your uh, origin career, what do Queensland need to do to ensure that they get their first sweep? Well, not not necessarily ensure, it's a a bit too certain, but I guess put themselves in the best position to get that sweep. Well, mate, I think, you know, the focus this week is it hasn't been about achieving a clean sweep. It's just, it's been about, you know, building a game plan that they feel um, will best suit them tonight. Um, playing, you know, in Sydney, it's it's usually a little bit, little bit dewy, a little bit slippery underfoot. Um, and and what they want to be doing is, is a lot of the same of what they did in the first two games. You know, I thought their, particularly their defensive efforts, um, in the first two matches were outstanding. And, and it's the reason why, you know, you look at that scoreline in, in game two, 
and it looks great. It looks, you know, a lot of tries and, and a lot of points, but it was all off the back of their defensive efforts. Mm. Um, so that's going to be needed again tonight. The Blues have made no secret about the way they're going to play. Like they, they've just said, we need to score points. Mm. We need to be all out attack. And, you know, you look at the team that they've picked. They've picked a back row who, um, you know, have got great leg speed. They move the ball really well. They've got you know, great skill with, you know, Cam Murray, Jake Trevojevic back in the side. And then they've gone for a guy like Cody Walker in six. Great combination with Damian Cook. And I think I think he may be leading the league at the moment for try assists. Um, you know, so I think they're going to be building their game around all-out attack, Kempe. So, um, you know, I think the important thing for, for Queensland tonight is Forget about the end result. Don't think about that at all. Think about you know the process of of you know achieving their game plan. Um, again, working hard defensively, and the result will take care of itself. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of Cody Walker, it's actually a, a pretty incredible stat. If you look at uh, his stats compared to everyone else over the last five years, he is you know essentially factually the best attacking player at club footy. In the NRL, he's got the most try. Like mm. he averages in regards to out of all the five eights, he's got the most tries. I think he's actually in the top five, regardless of position for tries. He leads to try assists. He leads line break assists. So it, it definitely does seem like they've gone. And especially you look at the, the bench now: Gutho, you've got Reese Robson, you've got Jabe Saifidi, and you've got Yo. You look at Yo, yep. Gutho, and Robson. These guys all can move the ball and shift the ball. Um, and so you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Like the age-old adage has been defence wins premierships, defence wins origin. Yep. But this is almost yep. kind of going the opposite direction to a degree. Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, they were criticised for their lack of um, ability to score points in, in the first couple of games, particularly game two where they're only able to cross the line once with, with Damian Cook, um, you know, scoring their only try. So, you know, they've gone for people that, you know, have the ability to create opportunities, to create scoring opportunities, to finish um, opportunities that they build. And I think it's going to be a completely different game plan, Kempe. If you look at their 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 team in the first two games, you know, they went for big, bulky guys that played in the middle. Um, even the bench had a fair bit of size. Whereas you look at, you just mentioned their, their bench um, this time around, they've got Saifiti on the bench and he's really their only big man. Outside of that, it's Yo, um, who you know we all know he plays as a link forward, does carry the football, but he's not he's not a um, yeah sort of like a power running forward. Um, and then you've got Robson and Gutherson. You know, still I'm still a little bit unsure of, of how Gutherson's going to be used. I heard a, I heard you know I, I seen a quote from Freddie during the week saying you know I'm, I don't really have a plan for Gutho. I'm not really sure whether that that's <laughs> whether he's sort of that's a little bit of smoke and mirrors from Freddie there, but um, I'm sure we'll see him play some sort of role. Maybe he does come into the middle, plays it as an extra fullback possibly, um, but it, it's clear you know that the that the game that they're bringing tonight is is about you know wanting to you know use their legs as you know the smaller forwards. Um, who are skillful, as you said, and they, they want to play a fast style of footy tonight. Mm. Yeah, uh, speaking of the New South Wales side and, and selections, uh, there's been a bit of chat. And look, when this first happened, uh, as you know, Smithy, I was driving down from uh, 
Brisbane <laughs> to Sydney. So I had a lot of time to think of it. And one of my conspiracy theories was yeah. uh, a Spencer Lenu would come on the bench uh, just before the game or on game day or whatever. Uh, now, mm. that's actually not not because I said that. that there's been other mail that you know the, some journalists have got that, that Spencer Lenu's impressed so much in training that he actually may get the nod over Gutho. I think Brad Fittler, mm. is, I think he's come out and said no, but I'm, I'm not sure. He has come out and said no. But it is, it is interesting. Now that that's been like ruled out, surely he's got some sort of like Gutho's going to get X amount of minutes. Like I, Surely he's not going into the game thinking, look, I may use 16 players. Mm. Well, you just you don't know, mate, do you? Because if you, if you cast your mind back to game one, that's exactly what happened with Nico Hines. Mm. So if, if if Tom Trebojevic doesn't um, cop a HIA and, and gets removed from the field, I, I don't know whether Nico Hines gets on the park at all. Mm. So he went out and, and moved to the right centre position off the bench. Until that point, I couldn't see Nico Hines coming on the field. Mm. New South Wales Blues are up by 10 points. Um, there was no need to make a change, and I, and I don't think he would have made a change in that in that situation. So the one thing I... I the one thing I find strange about this this whole head or this story that came out about Spencer Lenu impressing a training and then possibly taking a position um, in the in the seventeen, either whether it be Gutherson being removed from the seventeen, some, I actually heard Damien Cook was going to be the one that that got removed from the side, but wow. I just think like I don't understand why there'd be so much talk within that that squad about chopping and changing in in the middle of a preparation mm. i just don't know what the players mindsets w- would be when that sort of sort of stuff comes out i think freddie's come out and squashed it and said look that that won't be happening mm. you know spencer Lee, you won't be won't be playing on wednesday night but um yeah we have to wait and see mate like i'm not i'm not i'm not going to say oh look yeah, that, it's not going to happen because Freddie said so. Mm. There's there's been changes made an hour before kickoff, before both matches, mm. with you know guys named on the bench coming into the starting side and vice versa. So um, we'll have to wait and see. Five past seven, the final team lists uh, are handed in, and um, we'll all find out, of course, on um, on Channel Nine. Now with New South Wales. The really, you know, obviously the result is important, but I do think that because such big changes have been made for game three and almost an entire game plan changed as well, as we just discussed in regards to be quite attacking heavy, if they mm. don't get the win, the scary thing for New South Wales is is they're almost back at uh, square one. They're almost back at zero, yeah. really, because they completely changed the yeah. game plan. They've bring, brought a bunch of new people in. If they go out and lose this game, then it's like, okay, well, going into game one, we've got, we're basically another fresh start as well. Whereas I feel like the year 2021, when Queensland obviously won game three, we got to see guys like Hamiso and, you know, it gave us a bit of a direction forward for some of our younger guys. And yeah. so the concern I have, I guess, with New South Wales is, is if they do lose tonight, it, they've made no progress as to the direction of their squad for 2024. What are your thoughts on that, Smithy? Yeah, I think so. Look, I think if New South Wales are to be beaten tonight, and particularly if they don't, you know, play all that well, a bit like they, you know, the performance in in game two. Although, you know, like you got to give credit to Queensland; like they they played really well. So yeah. um, sometimes, you know, we get lost in sort of criticising the team that lost and. 
talk about you know, you know their performance and all that sort of stuff. But you got to give credit to the team that that plays well also. But um, yeah, I, look, I think I think they do. I think it's it'll be almost a a, a like a reset moment for the New South Wales side. And there's, you know, there's been talk about certain players within their team, you know, in this series, whether, you know, they should be given an opportunity to play in this game three. You know, James Tedesco's name has been mentioned. Look, I, I, he's been New South Wales' best player for the last, what, five series? Mm. Yep. At least, you know, so I think it's, it's you know, he, he deserves the opportunity to go out there and play tonight. Um, and I'm sure he'll be in for a, a, a big game, um, you know, particularly, you know, leading the Blues out on, on the home soil. But if they if they are to lose, then I think there'll be a lot of questions asked about you know what happens in in twenty twenty four. Like, is there a big shake up within the whole setup of of the New South Wales Rugby League? Now, just quickly before we head to a break, Billy hasn't committed to next year yet. Smithy, speak to us. What's going on there? Surely, Billy. I know. I know, look. I know you're a bloke with a family that actually has to see him, but the state Billy needs you. <laughs> The state needs you, mate. Yeah. Oh, mate, look, uh, the one thing with Billy, um, and I know he's sort of, you know, sort of downplayed all the, um, you know, talk about extending his, his contract as a Queensland coach. Yeah, look, he, he loves being the coach of this footy side. He loves being the coach of um, the the state's team. He loved these, he, he loves all the guys involved. Um, he's got a lot of lot of um, you know thrill and enjoyment out of of being the coach of of the Queensland side, but I think it's important, mate. Like he's actually come out and said that he wants to be able to get through this this series. It's been a grueling series. It takes a lot out of him. He puts a lot of time and effort into you know the preparation and and you know watching vision of not only the Queensland players but the opposition players as well. I think it's important that he just has a bit of a breath once the series is over. Talk to the family, think about what the right move is, um, mate. I'm sure he'd love to continue. Mm. He'd love to continue, but it's a, um, it's a decision he'll have to mull over with with the family, and he'll come up with the right right choice. Well, look, if the workload's too much and he needs another assistant, I'm here, Smithy. Uh, I'm the assistant to the assistant. Are you in? Well, I just need to progress in my career. I'm the assistant to the assistant for two years now. <laughs> I want to move into the assistant role. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll it's run the, the water. I'll do whatever, mate. Run step. the water. I'll, I'll strap the boys. I'll massage them. I don't care, mate. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got plenty more to talk about, including where should Origin be played? Plus, we have our game sealer moment of the week.